Hey guys, it's Jay here, uh, and I am going to be an excuses boy again today, uh, because as you can probably tell, we do not have a normal episode of Nothing's Perfect prepared. Uh, we did not have time to record one in time, um, unfortunately. Uh, Ryan and I have been uh, working on like individual job hunts. Uh, I've been working on my Polygon application. He's been working on applying to uh, other, I think, like game studios and stuff. I don't know all the details of his situation, but we've been working on individual job hunts. Uh, we've been doing other projects and stuff. And just like general exhaustion seems to have kind of befallen on our group. <laughs> so it's uh, it's been a little difficult getting back into the groove of things. So uh, we appreciate your patience. Thank you all so much for bearing with us uh, during this weird transitional period. Uh, we're trying to get like aspects of our life moving forward a bit faster, uh, and it's sucking up some time. So again, thank you. Uh, but even still, we apologize. Uh, we do not plan to take your generosity and your patience for granted if we can help it. Uh, so today, uh, instead of just leaving the feed empty, uh, I'm going to release this uh, bonus episode of Nothing's Perfect. Um, it is actually a failed outtake episode that we recorded. It was supposed to be episode five, I think, um, and it just it didn't work out. Uh, so we we call this we actually we called this episode four point five uh, because we saved the recording because we knew that uh, there were a couple pretty funny bits in here but just in general we knew that like we weren't going to release this episode but we wanted, we wanted to keep the audio anyway just in case we wanted to put out uh the clips and stuff of like the funny bits but it actually worked out better because we don't have anything for today so i'm putting this out instead um it really only failed because at the time i was in such a state of like mental fatigue um and like especially comedically like i couldn't tell good jokes uh at all <laughs> and you'll you'll hear me acknowledge that a couple times in this recording um just i don't know what was going on with me that night it was just like it was really late i had i guess i'd been through a lot of stress and i just couldn't do good funnies uh for the most part so yeah so this should be uh an interesting little taste of like some behind the scenes stuff uh there's very minimal editing on this episode on this little bonus thing uh i just i cut out some of the more like discussional bits uh and and i cut out some uh like a couple little pieces of dead air but for the most part it's a little bit more of like a slower pace than the usual episode so i hope that that's somewhat enjoyable um if it's not it's not a normal episode you don't have to listen to it uh we might even redo some of the topics that we covered in this one later on down the road so don't feel obligated to finish this episode if it's not your thing so um I guess the most important thing to take away from this uh, before I get this thing started is it's okay to be tired sometimes um, because everyone gets there. <laughs> we all have moments of fatigue and you just got to keep pushing forward. Uh, I remember recording this episode. I was really scared because I was like, oh, God, is this showing signs of me like being in a state of like permanent fatigue? Am I just like not as funny as I thought I was? And like such like such a small thing got me really worried, but no, we've made like seven episodes now. I think like seven or eight episodes now, and it's still going strong. And I'm still really excited about the show. So like, if you push past it, it'll it you'll pull through. 
you will pull through. It's okay to be tired. I don't know why I turned this into like a like a <laughs> like a moral thing. Like a I just I just felt like adding a little bit of an encouraging message. I'm gonna stop rambling because I've been doing this for four twenty minutes. So uh, have have fun with this with this outtake episode. I love you guys. Mwah. See you later. From Ramen Boy, also known as K, from Twitter, uh, that is at Ramen Boy K. Oh, Ramen Boy K, that was pretty easy. Yeah. <laughs> Please perfect Disney's Ratatouille. Oh, Disney's Ratatouille. Let me tell you, Ryan. Okay, I have two favorite Pixar movies The Incredibles yeah. and Ratatouille. Oh, yeah. And Ratatouille is up there. It's, it's like they're fighting fantastic. for the number one spot. It's. That, that, the movie is so good, uh, but, you know, we're, we're not here to talk about how good it is. All right, here, here's a question. Okay. Did you hear uh, the big theory going around that Antonio Ego is Linguini's half-brother? No, I didn't, actually. Basically, due to a bunch of uh, evidence in the, um, you know how he has a quick flashback to when he was a yeah. child and ate the ratatouille? Yeah. Um, a lot of people, well, someone on the internet, I don't remember the name of them, uh... Future Jordan, have me yell the name in post. <laughs> okay. Um, they noticed that there was a lot of similarities to the old lady in the beginning of the movie and the little house in the flashback. Right. Which leads a lot of people to assume that they're the same person. And then also in that house, you can see that um, the lady's really obsessed with watching Gusto's TV show. You can see uh, sort of photo frames that look kind of similar to it. Huh. Plus deleted scenes like said it, it, i'm not doing the theory justice so right. you'll have but, but to I, check but I out think, i think i do know what you're getting at i i think yeah. i can understand kind of like the reasoning behind the theory that's really interesting i've never heard of that yeah, of course the question is um that's never been brought to light do we want to incorporate that into our perfection of this movie or do you think that there's other areas that need some spicing up i think that i don't know because the thing about ratatouille is that the plot is so precise and it's so tight Everything is very tightly written. I feel like if we introduce something Everything. like that into it, it would... Uh, you just mucky it up. Yeah, it would just mucko. It would mucko the whole thing. What is one... Oh, you know, the... <laughs> the little ghost Gusto. That guy's annoying. Get him out of here. Yeah, friggin' Ghosto. All he's there to do is be all like, Oh, Remy, we have to oh, Remy, cook. I'm Remy, dead we now. have to cook. We have to cook the meth. We have to. No, oh, he didn't say it's that. breaking bad. That was a really good joke. I think we're gonna. <laughs> I think we're gonna save that one for the history books. <laughs> nah, but um, yeah, Ghosto. All he did was show up. He's like, "All right, follow your dreams." And Remy was like, "I'm already known to follow <laughs> my dreams." I was gonna say Patrick Warburton. I meant to say well, what's his name. I I was trying to remember that name. I was about to like say his name. Just Wait. name drop that actor. Patton Oswalt. Pat knows. I, well, I knew that's it was it. a pat. I knew it was a patty boy. He had a pat. He had um, a pat. And then he and then he literally showed up to say, I didn't know that Linguini was my son. I'm a figment of your imagination. Ho ho, I'm so cheeky. Yeah, so So I think I think here's the thing. The plot is so tight, but when you in, yeah, when you introduce like little extra characters like that, the plot gets less tight. So I think that the flaw in Ratatouille is that the plot is not as tight as it could be. Yeah, like, it's super tight already, but it could just have a little bit more righty-tighty applied yeah. to its pincers. Yeah, so we take out the little ghost Gusto. Uh, who else um, just doesn't need to be Will there? Fire Will Arnett. 
Fire <laughs> Will Arnett. I don't care how you killed someone with your thumb. That's cool. It was a silly joke. Ha ha he he. But that whole plot thread is being introduced into the movie, and we yeah. don't know what to think of it. Yeah, because because like when you hear that, you're like, I, I want to know like. I want to know how he did that. I want to know his past. But then, like, you can't. That's not the purpose of the movie, but the fact that they introduced it, it's distracting you from the wonderful art of, of Brad Bird. So we're taking him out. Yeah, Will, um, and uh, an extra point, we have to make sure that the firing of Will Arnett retroactively is um, very, very uh, embarrassing for Will Arnett. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, nothing, nothing against Will Arnett. I think he's a fantastic actor, but I think in order to right this wrong, we need to just completely embarrass that son of a gun. Absolutely. He needs to be taken down a peg. Like, he thinks he can be in the nut job too and get away with it? God, you can't touch a masterpiece and expect it to be flawless by the time you're out of it, Will Arnett. You're ruining cinema. Stick to Arrested <laughs> Development. <laughs> I, I was ab- See, the thing is, I was about to, like, rear back a bit and be all like... Come on, man. <laughs> I hate Will and I was next to the next guy, but I don't think he's ruining cinema. <laughs> Who do you think he is? TJ Miller? It was... Oh, no. We're in it now, I, Ryan. Oh, no. Now if TJ Miller watches this, he'll just be all like, oh, no. This is the celebrity I'd, shit on episode. I'd reach for the dislike button, but my hands are being weighed down by all the money I got from Emoji Movie. <laughs> let's, uh, let's just take a deep breath. Okay. Recast Patton Oswalt. Yeah. What, he was like, shitty as Remy. What, God, like, honestly, anyone else. I was watching that, and I'm just like, isn't that the guy who guest starred on Parks and Recreation and also did that filibuster about Star Wars? That's the thing I thought about the whole time. I was thinking I could be listening to a Star Wars filibuster instead of a rat that can cook. Yuck. I'm Replace just, it I'm just with real- Matthew Mercer. I'm just reeling over the fact right now that I responded so intensely and passionately about the fact that Patton Oswalt doesn't belong in Ratatouille, even though I've never once thought anything like that. What are you talking about? That's the only thing I think about when I watch Ratatouille. Back in back in the old Spagoot days when we did Top Ten Face Off, Ratatouille would have been number zero from how great it was if Patton Oswalt didn't touch that movie. So, we're taking out Will Arnett, we're taking out Patton Oswalt, we're taking and we're taking out, out Ghosto. We're taking out Ghosto. Uh, it, I mean, like honestly, if we're going this far, why not just go all the way? So I think no that, characters. Yeah, no characters. Ratatouille is about a piece of bread that falls in a sewer. That is some tight storytelling. <laughs> Wait, one second. There's only one problem with that. We micro too attached to the bread, because can't bread be considered a character? Oh, that's true. Okay, simple solution. <laughs> the The story ends with um, Gusto's Chef Cafe, five, four, three stars, whatever, closing down for the night. And, like, the first thing you hear in the movie is the keys lock. <laughs> okay. And, he, and the movie is just the <laughs> night cam of the kitchen. <laughs> It's just an hour and 45 minute long still shot of the kitchen at night. All right, all right. I know I've been adding a lot to this, but I want to make one more suggestion. Okay. About, so it's an hour and a half movie long? Yeah. An hour 29 minutes of like, so an hour 25 minutes into it, you see something moving slightly in the background. Okay. You're a little intrigued. And then at an hour 29 minutes and 50 seconds, a rat just pops up to the camera and goes, ah! No. You got the Five Nights at Freddy's audience. 
Fuck you. No. <laughs> this is the only way. It would be a pretty good goof to see all those people scared of the movie theater. Exactly. And then you could, like, film it. And, like, during the test screenings. And then when you're advertising Paranormal Activity 89, you can be all like, these are the test audiences who watched Paranormal Activity 89. And then they'll just be like, whoa, that was, a, that was a bit of a jump scare. Not really, like, legitimately scary, but, like, it was a jump scare. And I think that's enough to warn a reaction. Go see Paranormal Activity 89. You, you, will, you will literally shit in your seat. Just listen to these people. Oh, I mean, I, oh it's, a, it's a rat on screen. Wow. Got that me. was spooky. <laughs> Bit of a shock. Paranormal activity, 80,000. So I think that's perfect Ratatouille. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so my next topic uh, comes from S Rule. That is uh, at S underscore Rule 957 on Twitter. And they said, over the garden wall. Ooh. I love over the garden wall. Um, I, think oh, that, yes. I think that atmospherically, it was, it was a really uh, fresh thing for for cartoon network it was a really different concept uh it, it it took a lot of time building atmosphere and building tone instead of just like just being a funny show i mean it was yeah. it was funny it, it managed to be funny but it was funny because of the characters and that was great yeah I, I yeah i do think that um it was a very fresh take i wish i had seen it more than just one time that i saw it because it's legitimately like super great series. What if I short lived. Yeah. Well, what I love about Over the Garden Wall is that you can watch the entire thing in like the same amount of time that you would be able to watch like a normal animated movie. Like, like, like put it all together in one in one sit through like binge session, and you just have yourself like a feature length animated film called Over the Garden Wall, and it's a super great experience. Do we consider it a plus or a minus that it was so short? I consider I I think it was it was the perfect length for the for the story they they wanted to tell. I think I think that they did a great job there. Um I one thing that confused me was the frog. Yeah, that frog like he was chilling out and then all of a sudden he was saying human words? Yeah, the frog like just gradually grew into a very humanoid creature and then started to sing English and then by the end was just a normal frog again and like I don't like that. That freaks me out. It makes me not want to sleep. Yeah. Um, so there is a counterpoint to this. Um, Over the Garden Wall is a very artistic medium. Okay. So I'm assuming that a lot of it was like, hey, maybe it was an imagination. Maybe it was a dream sequence whilst they were in. Maybe it was a purgatory. Maybe it was a purgatory frog. Frogatory. Fro- there we yeah. go. Now Fro- that we've established frogatory. Yeah. So that's a thing. On. We can use that. Um. But I do agree that uh, if it is something that can be construed as something awful, then it reaches out of the realm of perfection. That's if I've learned anything while whilst being on the nothing's perfect hashtag perfected cast HQ, I've learned that. So, yeah. Um, how so, do we fix this frog? Um, well, one, give him a name. Just give him a one single name. It's too much for my brain to think like, oh, his name is George wasn't, Washington. And now wasn't it's his Jason name Funderburg. Jason Funderburger. It was at the very end, but he went, like, through seven other names before that. Okay, I got it. What? Jeff. (laughs) I'm so fucking cheeky. (laughs) Listen to Spagoot's Realms on iTunes, YouTube, and SoundCloud. (laughs) It's, I mean, they're not even going to... You're not even gonna associate that with Goots Realms. Oh until, yeah, that like, episode won't even. Weeks yeah, from now. that won't even be out by the time this episode's out. Whoops! Hey, Where's we just spoiled. 
We just spoiled Spagoot's Realms. I'm sorry. Now you know that Jeff will be there. Ah, fuck. I mean, we've already spoiled Jeff to the Discord, but okay, enough of that. Enough of that. So we name him Jeff. Um, and and one more thing I kind of think is very important we go over for this. I, I have an idea. Uh, I want to hear your idea first. If, if, we, if his name is Jeff, um, he should have the same musical number, but instead of like singing the normal words, he's like, My name, Jeff. My name, Jeff. My name, Jeff. My name, Jeff. And then it's just that, and it's really funny and goofy, and I like that. I think that'd be goofy as heck. Teen Titans go step over. Yeah, fuck. Fuck you. Hey, I'm not funny tonight. <laughs> I'm not. Hey, I'm it's, not- it's fine. We're having a great time here. All right, so let me, before, before we move on from the over the garden wall kick we're doing here, um, one thing I want to discuss is there is a very iconic song from over the garden wall that you and I might know together. Okay. And that might be a song regarding a certain meal regarding both potatoes and also molasses. Oh, yeah, I know that one. Yeah, a very, a very good earworm. Everyone who has seen the show knows it, loves it. I know it. I love it. I've seen the show. That's how connections work. Yep. So here's what we do, but here's the problem with that. I need to say the problem with that. Have you ever tried potatoes and molasses? Not once in my life. I decided as a fun goofum's time at along, along a fall to try potatoes and molasses simultaneously. Okay. Let me tell you. Not good. <laughs> it wasn't good? Potatoes and molasses together don't taste good. I'm trying to imagine what it would potentially taste like, and, and it, it doesn't seem too bad to me in my mind, but I've never actually tasted it for real. I, I couldn't jive with it personally. Okay. I, I tasted it, and I was like, hmm, I taste the magic, except it's more like a uh, hex. Yeah, it's, it's a, just a, hey, this tastes like Hex, is what you said. That's uh, exactly what I said. So it's he's like going to sing about a different food. Yeah, when, you think, when you think about a different food combination. You know what You know what food I've been on a kick for recently? What kind of food have you been on a kick I for recently? I tweeted about this on Twitter. I'm just That's so. That's tweet things? I'm just so down with normal ass Cheerios, like just the normal Cheerios, not even Honey Nut, not even any specific flavor i just like normal cheerios and i've had a lot of them this past week so maybe that could be an angle we go at just like he's just like oh it's cheerios and a bowl of milk no flavor added just normal cheerios and milk and then that's that's it yeah and uh and i can imagine like there can be a little like a a very fun visual scene where all of them are just jumping into a wonderful bowl of cereal except the cereal's just normal cheerios yeah, it's just normal and Cheerios use- and like and like they kind of they kind of do like fun little like loop de loops with their bodies and like it makes like a like like little Cheerios in there like yeah. they're also with their people and like it's it's great yeah so normal normal Cheerios it's normal Cheerios and that's how the song goes. <laughs> I think I'm too tired. <laughs> I personally believe in us, but if you're feeling like way too dead, then- I d- I didn't realize. I didn't realize how absolutely not funny I am right now and how like dead in the brain I am and not good, not not like in a space to make humor funny jokes tonight. I did not realize just how impaired I am in, in this department tonight. Um, do you mind if we try one more just to see if we can re- just see if it like kickstarts you or something? Yeah, I, I just need to, I don't know, I need to find some way to... to, to 
Because I've been like this for a couple days now. I don't know what's going on with me, but like, uh, I need to find some way to freshen up my comedy bones. I don't know what's happening. I feel like I'm just tired. Mm. But anyway. A lot of people have recommended we uh, review various varieties of the animes. Okay. Um, and I know multiple people have requested this one. However, I'm going to attribute it to Small Toast Friend. Uh, is it perfect, perfect cast? And they asked to review, or for us to perfect, Boku no Hero Academia. Oh, yeah, I've heard about that a little bit. I've heard about that right. one. And uh, you've seen it, correct? I have not seen it, no. I haven't watched it, actually. Okay. So, um, do you want me to sort of give you a vibe of what um, Boku no Hero, also known as My Hero Academia, is yeah. about? Yeah, sure. Okay, so basically... Um, the way Boku no Hero Academia works is everyone in the world has this thing called a quirk, which is another word for a superpower, right? Right. Everyone's got their own unique powers, and it's all super fun. Everyone's having a great time with it. But there's one kid who doesn't have a superpower. Right. And the whole story is about how he is deciding he can still be a hero despite this. Yeah. Uh, but the main the main draw of the series is this kid, uh, Deku's uh, sort of personal journey, along with the wide variety of cast and all of their many, many superpowers. Okay. So I I know this might sound egotistical, and it might sound even, like, much, but I think that the best way to improve this is for us to make our own hero sonas and put ourselves directly into it. Okay. Yeah, I'm down with that. All right. So, I mean, I know I didn't give you a lot of time to think about what you'd want your quirk or superpower to be. Maybe you've seen some people creating their own uh, hero sonas. Yeah, I'm I not have. Sure that's what I have. Um, so I might, you may not have had a lot of time to come up with your own hero here, but uh, fortunately, I have um, a hero of my own that I could easily... Yeah, yeah. Start off with yours, and we'll see if I can yeah. maybe muster something up afterwards. Yeah, mine is um, sort of an ability that it's a pet superpower of mine that I had created at one point for various reasons, and I enjoy it so much that I've been incorporating to other things, but um, sort of the power of attraction. Yeah. If you watch Spagoot's Realms, it's pretty much the uh, gloves of attraction that I gave to Venka, but the way it works is um, this sort of quirk, as it were, would be um, if he touches something with his left hand and something with his right hand, those two things become attracted to one another as if they were magnetic. Right. Which I think opens up a lot of possibilities, and I can also use to do a lot of silly things. Like, if I'm really angry at someone, I can be like, hey, man, pat him on the back with my left hand. Be all like, listen, we're cool, right? And he might still be angry. He might be all like, I guess so. And I'll be like, cool. Right hand, touch the wall. He's just stuck to the wall. And boom. My arch nemesis is now trapped on a wall. He's yelling at me. Yeah. He's stuck there. He's just stuck there forever. And no one will be any the wiser until they figure out my power is, and I'll just be like, you got me. (laughs) And then I'll stick them to the wall, I guess. I don't know. Everyone gets a turn being stuck to the wall. Yeah, it would be like you'd have to charge for it probably after a while. Yeah, sure, definitely. Like a tourist attraction. We have, of course, like, all right, $20 to be stuck to the wall. No, you're. We told you not to touch the walls anymore. No, I don't know. I, where, I don't know the reasoning behind that. I feel like that is an interesting backstory to it, but we're gonna leave that. By the way, <laughs> no. Tell you what, kiddo, you want to be stuck to the ceiling? That's twenty dollars extra. 
I mean, let's be honest. Haven't you ever wanted to be stuck to the ceiling? If I'm being honest, yeah. That'll be $40, please. I don't have that. It hasn't been transferred into my bank account yet. All right, well, um, my left hand touches your paycheck. My right hand touches your bank account. <gasps> That's How right, you baby. you do that? It's all part of my powers, baby. Will you, do I have to pay for that one? Oh, yeah, of course. I actually, um, I actually took part of that out of your account. Just so, so now I only have $20. Yeah. So I can't be put on the ceiling. I'm beginning to see the flaws in my business plan. But at the same time, I have $40, so I think I won this one. <laughs> so uh, have, you, have you given thought to your um, quirk, what your power would be? My power would be turning off ceiling lights with my mind because they're so irritating. <laughs> I, hate, <laughs> I hate ceiling lights. I just... Oh, like I, the fluorescent ones you see in, like, schools? No, no. Well, I mean, kind of, but no. I'm, I'm talking more about, like, home ceiling lights, like yellow, gross yellow light bulb oh, yeah. lights. Like, I, like, yeah. I'd, like, I'd walk into a room and see that... Like, okay, I'd walk into a room, I'd see it's, like, 12 p.m., like, dead smack in the middle of the day, and I'd see that someone has their fucking ceiling light on, and I would not only turn it off, I would kill them. Because what? you don't need that. You, you, all you need is a window. That's why the sun exists, Gerald. So wait, your power would be not only to turn off ceiling lights, but the ability to immediately kill no, whoever had turned no, on that no, ceiling no. light. No, 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 that's me. That's, my, that's by my agency. That wasn't any sort of supernatural thing. I just got angry. Okay, I just figured that would be a very sort of useful superpower. Just like, there, this person's been killed in the middle of Elm Street. Did they turn on any ceiling lights? Uh, yeah, they did. All right, easy. Just someone on the side of the road just falls over dead. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> oh, God. So how do we perfect it? Or are we, are we out of steam? I think I'm out of steam. I went back to a killing joke, which I don't want to... Hey, that's a Batman comic. That's a Batman! Batman. <laughs>